Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's not my real name. That's my pen name that I use here at LOL Sober. Just a reminder, I have a comedy thing I've been putting together. It's my favorite jokes about so sobriety and sober life. Uh, I'm putting that behind a paywall. I just want to say thank you to the people who pay to subscribe to my newsletter. Almost everything is free, but once in a while I want to throw something on there uh, just as a token of appreciation. And if you want to upgrade, it's pretty easy to do. So keep an eye out for that. Today I want to just say happy holidays. Uh, I hope 2021 has been a sober, positive, spiritual journey for you. I know it has been for me. And that brings me to the idea that, uh, you know, I don't want to flush all of that down the toilet with terrible behaviors and attitudes and terrible feelings around the upcoming holidays. That can be a very tricky, uh, tricky time for people, including me. So with that in mind, I put together a small list of things that I'm planning on doing to stay sane and sober this holiday season. So here we go. One, weaponize prayer. Uh, I had a recent project that was it was eating me up inside, and I found myself burning through my spiritual gas tank at an incredible rate. I remember I was thinking about that uh, the electricity meter in Christmas Vacation when the Griswolds turn on the lights outside, and then it just it, the, the thing goes bonkers, burning through energy. Um, that's what was happening with me. And one thing that I decided to do it was a suggestion from years ago was that. I promised myself every time I thought about that project, I also had to say a five-second prayer. And it wasn't a complicated prayer. I just said something like, hey, higher power, I'm struggling with this thing right now. Please walk with me as I struggle with it. And it wasn't one of those uh, easy buttons from Staples where you hit the button and the issue disappears immediately. But I did find that by pairing those two things up, I felt better. You know, I felt grounded, a little calmer, a little more clear-headed. Basically, it just gave me gave me a slightly better perspective. And by doing it over and over again, it kept me in that place where I had a good perspective rather than letting my brain run wild, which is really a bad place to be. Uh, thing number two, give a good tip. This is not necessarily specific to sobriety, but it's something I've been doing recently, and I really um, have gotten a lot out of it. Um, it's definitely, for people who like instant gratification, this is definitely one of those things. Um, I highly recommend some kind of daily service over the holidays. Because, um, listen, even when service benefits other people quite a bit, I find that it actually, it ends up benefiting me more than anybody else. That's just the truth that I've found. I'm using the term service broadly here. So I'm I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying just... You got to chair a meeting or take a greeter commitment at the Alcathon. Um, I'm talking about services are big. There's a lot of opportunities for service outside of the, of the rooms of recovery, you know. And for me lately, the thing I've been doing, I have really been enjoying tipping people who don't usually get tips. Like think about all the cashiers at Walgreens, the drive through crew at McDonald's, etc. I have I've been especially thankful for those people um, who don't usually get tips. And yet they have busted their asses through a pandemic, probably making minimum wage or close to it. And um, I can't even describe to you the looks on the, on somebody's face when I get like a $12 Burger King order and I tell the lady to just keep the $8 and change. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. So put it, put it this way. They're very grateful. Um, and I get a lot out of it. So it's a very nice thing. 
My third suggestion, write down specific goals and share them with someone. Um, I, I don't know if I'm going to be doing this one this year, but I've done it in the past where don't just tell yourself you want to pray and meditate or exercise or whatever um, during the holidays. Write it down and tell a sober friend to hold you accountable every day. So if you, let's say you're thinking meditation for 10 minutes every day, actually write it down on a piece of paper. Don't ask me why. I don't get it. Don't ask me why it's slightly different if you write it down. It just is for some reason. So write it down on a piece of paper and then ask a trusted sober buddy to hold your feet to the fire. Um, I've done a thing where I promise a text exchange every morning to say I did it or I didn't do it. Um, it just keeps me accountable. It makes me more likely to do it. The fourth thing, this is, this is one I will be doing. Fourth Schedule a sober halftime. If you're going to Uncle Jim Bob's house on Christmas and you know he's going to try to again convince you that not only is the earth flat, but so is the moon, well, book yourself a sober halftime show. And by that I mean if you know know you're going to Uncle Jim Bob's house from like 4 to 6 p.m. for Christmas dinner, schedule a trusted sober friend to call you at 5 p.m. Set it up in advance. Look for the call and then take it. Kindly excuse yourself from the flat moon presentation <laughs> and step outside for a five-minute spiritual boost. Can't tell you how beneficial even a three-minute phone call can be with a sober buddy when you're in the woods. Uh, five, keep an eye on your sober savings account. This is a big one for me. One of my biggest mistakes I continue to make is over-investment talked about it a lot. I want to be a good friend. I want to be a good sibling. I want to be a good neighbor, a good husband, all of those things. But there is a point where I am pouring too much time, thought, and energy into something or someone. I'm getting sucked in. And in the case of Uncle Jim Bob, I routinely think it is my duty to try to set the record straight, correct whatever silly stuff this other person is spewing. But here's the truth. Um, and this is through trial and error, believe me, I'm actually rarely asked for my opinion. Like, seriously, the next 10 times, think about this, do this yourself. Seriously, the next time, next 10 times you say something that includes your opinion, count the number of times where somebody had actually said to you, hey, what is your opinion on this? In my experience, the number is, is like 10%. Um, it's quite surprising how often I feel the need to give you my thoughts despite nobody asking for them. Okay, so in the case where I am asked for my opinion, I find that, you know, you offered it rarely changes anything. I, I don't often see people who are like, oh, I have that totally wrong. I'm sorry. I'm changing my mind. So um, if somebody tells you a restaurant sucks and asks you what you think of the restaurant and you like it, like, do you really think arguing that out is going to convince the person like, you know what, maybe that restaurant is good. You know, that food poisoning, I, not a big deal. I'm going back. It just, it's just so fruitless. <laughs> so back to, my, back to my original point about the sober savings account. Um, every time I get invested too much in somebody else's business, it drains my account a little, a little bit. And the holidays present a perfect opportunity to go bankrupt because you're catching up with people and they're telling you all the ups and downs of their lives. Usually they focus on, on the downs 
uh, of of the past year somehow, and I find myself getting into getting sucked into like, let me fix this, or um, it's and it's stuff I I can't fix or I shouldn't be trying to fix, you know, you know. Yes, someone needs to shovel out Uncle Jim Jim Bob's outhouse and perhaps replace the entire outhouse, but does it really have to be me? I ask myself that a lot. Does it really have to be me? All right, my last suggestion, which is maybe my favorite. Um, if you are sober today, congratulations. And so why not celebrate that as the year winds down? Um, so that's why I carry my most recent anniversary coin in my pocket, round the clock, all day, every day. They are just big enough that every time I reach into my pocket, my hand hits it. And I'm reminded many times every day of the single biggest thing I'm grateful for, which is my sobriety. The holidays can be stressful. So like, why not make your most recent anniversary coin a sober person's version of a stress ball? That's what it is for me. I squeeze it and you know, it's like having one of those stress balls on your desk. Like, I don't care if you have 24 hours or 24 months or 24 years, you know, you probably worked your ass off to get that chip, you know? So <laughs> to bring it back to Uncle Jim Bob, you know, when Uncle Jim Bob starts talking about how ocean waves actually work, not what the government wants you to believe, you can slip your hand into your pocket, give that sober chip a squeeze, feel some gratitude then you can allow your mind to be blown about what the, what the Illuminati have been hiding from us about tidal forces in the universe. <laughs> hey, have a great holiday. Thank you for letting me share.